0: All right. So typically with podcasts, there's like a really cool intro music, like boom, bam, bam, boom, bam, 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 <laughs> and uh, yeah, you, you can be our intro today.
1: This is
0: this is our first uh, first ever podcast episode and first ever attempt to podcast. So that probably wow. won't happen for a couple episodes, but it's all right. We'll look back and laugh. <laughs> so getting started. Welcome to Travel Secrets Radio. My name is Mitch.
1: My name is Sarah.
0: And we are Instagrammers. What do we call ourselves?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been saying travel bloggers just because that sounds—I don't know—like encompasses all of the social media platforms and stuff.
0: Yeah, we basically talk about travel on social media platforms. This is basically yeah. what we do. Um, we run. Uh, you can find us over on Instagram at Travelers. Uh, yeah, Travelers and yeah. at Budget Travel Secrets. And uh, that's kind of where we're, showing, we're sharing our travel stories, our family outings, and all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, but for our first podcast, we wanted to give you guys our origin story, how we became the Travelers
0: yeah what happened and how was that born yeah <laughs> so don't mind our like we're trying not to be too monotone here but we're also like we're trying to be excited but we're trying yeah. to be quiet because we just got our 10 month old daughter indy down in the next room so <laughs> bear with us as we try to be excited yet quiet at the same time so right. um we're really excited but uh we kind of wanted to get into just do a little bit of and A Q&A for one another and let us kind of bounce off each other this won't be this this won't be the format for all podcast episodes but we want to let you like Sarah know we, Sarah said we want to let you guys know a little bit more about us where we come from why we like travel and uh, hopefully you guys can relate to some of it
1: yeah so let's start with we had a really cool conversation the other day about you know our upbringing and how we came to love travel and both of our stories are so different but it's they both brought us to this place so why don't you tell us about your upbringing
0: and yeah like what travel where travel like became an important yeah, part of my life, and exactly. why we're like obsessed with it so um yeah, so I was actually very blessed and fortunate to come and be part of a family where my father was an entrepreneur, so he had a lot of flexibility in his work schedule and um he was a successful entrepreneur, so he had a lot of uh i mean we had a lot of ability to travel and we traveled a lot like. A lot. Um, every summer, I know that my dad would always say, "Don't ever plan anything with friends in the summer because <laughs> we're gonna be gone." It's so cool. <laughs> um, so I mean, we've been all over the west coast of the United States, Hawaii, Alaska, uh, Canada. Uh, they're not very big international travels travelers, no, because but you
1: guys even went to like East Coast, did
0: a whole yeah, like three weeks, did a whole here. tour of East Coast, Boston down to New York and DC, all of that fun stuff. So like. So cool. The The moral of me ranting on about like everything I've done as a child was <laughs> I was very blessed to have travel in my life from a young age and from road trips to long haul flights to to everything. I just like I'm where we're at now with one kid and I'm like my parents were crazy doing it with four kids, but they did it anyways. Awesome. Like, um yeah, it's just I mean, we've done all the Disney World and the Disneyland's and. We only have, I only have one left to go in the world. I just have to Japan and I've hit all the Disney resorts. which is pretty so exciting.
1: Cool. Okay. So with that, then being raised on like with travel in your life, what would you say is like the moment that you fell in love with travel?
0: Oh yeah, that's right. That's such a good question.
1: I know.
0: So, uh, one of the things, and I don't know if it was travel exactly, but it was the element of uncertainty is what I kind of fell in love with. And it was one day. I remember my dad got me out from like he showed up and like the attendance student came and brought a note to my teacher and I was probably in fourth grade or something and uh, had a little note said hey like Mitchell or go to the front desk your parents are waiting for you your dad's waiting for you and I show up and my dad's got like my bags packed and. <laughs> Like, he did that a couple times, whether it was us going on, like, a ski trip or it was – I remember distinctly uh, he and his business partner and his business partner's kids, they, like, surprised us and pulled us out of school and didn't tell us where we were going, but we ended up just going to the airport and, like, getting on a plane, and they showed us the plane ticket, and it was, like, Anaheim, California. So sweet. And I'm like, what the heck's in Anaheim? Like, (laughs) I mean, I'm like this – I'm in fourth grade. I don't know what's in Anaheim, California. I don't know geography for crap. And he's like, we're driving all of a sudden. We see Disneyland Resort just down down the street, and we all like freaked out. Oh yeah! But yeah, that was like.
1: So you like fell in love with the excitement?
0: Yeah, that excitement of like uncertainty, uncertainty and everything. Yeah. I mean, we haven't uh, we haven't done that, but there's always something crazy that happens when you're traveling. No matter what you do, it's oh, like. Yeah. I mean, tonight we ran into it. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was a tragic oh, moment. Like we saw a cat get hit by a car, like literally five feet in front of us. Oh my gosh! Sarah's heart broke, but Ugh. I mean, yeah. I mean the. I mean Disneyland dead cats
1: <laughs> it's all like it is <laughs> it's all so, relevant right yeah that's a part of travel that i think we're kind of addicted to is the, the i mean that's what gives it. you stories to tell later right yeah it's that kind yeah.
0: of stuff so that that's kind of like I, I won't rant on too much about that even though i already have it's just like i've always loved travel because my dad opened my eye or my parents together opened my eyes to the ability of like what is uh, what else is out there. And then I graduated high school and realized traveling is really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so like all of a sudden all these travels, I mean, my senior trip or if you want to call it that, like my whole family we all went to Hawaii for 2 weeks. And then the year before that we went to East Coast for 3 weeks and it's like I graduated, I'm on my own. There's no, I mean, I got to all of a sudden be an adult and mm-hmm. do the adulting thing where it's like, I'm trying to pay rent. I am pay my own cell phone bill. I do right. all this stuff and it's like.
1: Where does travel even fit? I don't
0: have like 500 to a thousand extra dollars to go <laughs> take myself to Disneyland. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's like, that was a big eye opener and it was kind of funny because I'll let Sarah tell her story. It was complete opposite for you.
1: Yeah, exactly. So my parents, bless their souls, just, I mean, we just grew up really poor. We grew up in small town Utah and, um, we're just not really close with my extended family. So I didn't even get out to meet my extended family in California until I was eight. And that was like the farthest I'd ever gone outside of Utah up to that point. And, you know, trips to California were far and few between, but that's really the only place we ever went. Um, and so, you know, I, Mitch can tell you all I have just the crazy stories I had the biggest imagination as a little girl and so I would just dream of all these trips and places that were out there and I just they were so unreachable for me um I remember in fourth grade I did my report on Greece because we had to do countries and I just fell in love with the Greek culture and I just that was always number one on my bucket list for years and years and years after that um still is It still is, yeah.
0: And we'll get there eventually. And we'll probably be (laughs) podcasting sometime in Greece. So stay tuned. That'll be exciting.
1: You guys, I will be one very excited, Sarah. Um, But anyway, so by the time I was 18, 19, 19, I had this opportunity to go out to New York to Nanny. And it was, I mean, easy decision for me to make because I was like, yes, finally I can get out of Utah. Um, but also super scary because it's the biggest, you know, trip I'd ever taken in New York is like pretty much a different culture than Utah (laughs) It's in the same country. Um, but honestly, best decision I could have ever made for myself. I learned more and grew more as a person out there than I honestly, I think I possibly could have in Utah. Um, but that's, I remember when I saw this question asked on social media, by an account I follow, when did you fall in love with travel? It was so easy for me to remember that moment because it was the first time I took the train from Little Larchmont, New York, into Grand Central Station, hopped right onto a subway to get to Times Square um, where I was meeting a friend. And I remember walking up the stairs of the subway out to New York City, straight from a movie. Just seriously, the scene of my dreams and that feeling that's when I fell in love with travel um so yeah so different upbringing from Mitchell I had like nothing and then went to kind of everything New York like opened the world up for me and Dude, now I like,
0: did a trip like every weekend I know and blew all your money
1: oh yeah I came home with <laughs> zero money sorry babe I yeah anyway um yeah, we went to the I went to the Bahamas with some of my nanny friends and we went to Philly, Boston a couple times. Man, it was just a blast out there. So I like had nothing got the taste to travel and now I'm addicted. I just <laughs> never want to stop. But it's interesting because it's so different Thorbel so passionate about um education by experience when it comes to learning things about the world.
0: And that's kind of, like, what brought us, like, so after we got married and everything, that was one of the things that we fell in love with each other. Yeah. So About was kind of the adventurous spirit that we had. And um, after I spent a couple years on a mission down in South America, in Chile, exactly, um, that's when I really fell in love with, Yeah,
1: like, that's what I thought your answer would be. Yeah, I that no, question. that's,
0: like, when I really fell in love. Well, like, one, when you're living somewhere, it's different than actually traveling there. Mm-hmm. But, like... Every single day for a couple years of my life, I would run into something completely insane. And it's one factor because it's South America and it's completely different culturally and everything from the United States and where I was brought up. But the other thing was like, it's that that uncertainty factor for me. It's like, dude, you have no freaking clue what's going to (laughs) happen that day that you decide to go outside. Like just a couple days ago, we're here in Mexico and I'm not speeding
1: Oh, because yeah. I've read
0: blogs that when you speed cops pull you over here like and they're very touchy about it. Well
1: apparently they pull you over when you're not speeding. Apparently too. they <laughs> just
0: pull you over if you look like a gringo and I got hustled like I straight up got hustled by a cop and I mean we'll go in that that'll be a fun episode to talk about all the time. Yeah, things we'll Mexico, probably do but, a
1: whole Mexico one, yeah.
0: But like that uncertainty, like yes, I was so flustered and I'm still a little bitter about it, but like
1: that would have never
0: happened in the United States. <laughs> that would have never ever happened in the united states and the fact that i learned from it yeah and like now i like that taught me the lesson to be more aggressive when i'm talking to people and then that taught me Mm -hmm. the lesson of how like holy crap like that led to us understanding get
1: taxis at a cheaper rate yeah like
0: be more aggressive and outgoing and people will respect you a little bit more so
1: i think kevin do speak spanish i think we'd
0: be yeah um but we digress here so (laughs) like kind of getting back to a little bit more of our origins here and and what, what's happening and kind of why we're doing this Travel Secrets Radio, Budget Travel Secrets Travelers, how they kind of all come together. Um,
1: and we're, we're no professionals by any means, like, yet. We want to be. We want to be the pros and experts in traveling secrets. I mean, that's kind of where we're at right now. But we just want...
0: We just didn't want to wait to start publishing until then. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're going to just let you guys kind of find, like, hang out with us. And yeah. <laughs> fail with us and <laughs> and succeed and, with and us and, and we do. Us and <laughs>
1: we just honestly like our biggest thing was we had these dreams and these goals as a couple to be able to travel and we've kind of done everything mm-hmm. and researched anything that we could oh, yeah. find to get to help us be able to travel. And the amazing thing is it's completely achievable. We're not professionals. We get hostile to be
0: We, <laughs> we book the wrong flights.
1: Over. And I mean, but that's just kind of part of our journey. That's but right. the, the biggest part of it is that it's achievable. We've been able to have these experiences and we're not, you know, millionaires. Putting our, yeah, we're not like and,
0: financing our trips or anything yeah, crazy like that. It's we don't like, have
1: sponsors or anything yet. But
0: yeah, we're, it's
1: achievable. This is we're basically...
0: Here. Everything that's going to be, everything that we're talking about today, and we'll we'll talk about some specific things on how we pulled Europe off for a couple months and everything here. Um, it's all to, like, your budget shouldn't dictate your ability and your freedom to travel. That's kind of our belief on it. And the reason why we say that is because when we're sitting here struggling just to make rent and dreaming of, oh, man, I wish we could go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm instead of just wishing and dreaming we like Sarah said like since we've been married like we've kind of started to try no we haven't even tried we've we're doing it it's kind of weird to be in a place that we're actually doing it but we've engineered our lifestyles and our marriage and our in our decisions and our way of life and we've burned bridges and we've quit jobs and we've mm. walked away from situations that normal people would think are blessings
1: yeah what, Just then? to
0: be able to say, you know what, like, no, that's not in line with my, with what I really want out of life. And so, um, that, that's really what it's come down to. And, and Sarah hinted at this as well. It's like, when you aggressively look for something that you're aspiring towards, you will find a solution. So mm-hmm. we didn't know that we'd be able to go to Europe. I, we both had never been to Europe. No,
1: we wanted to so we bad. We wanted
0: to so bad. And we sat and we, I mean, we flustered and we... Research, read, and and worked, and fumbled, and oh man, we just scraped and clawed our way, and then all of a sudden we kind of fell upon these things that, oh man, these people are totally doing this thing where they're working and traveling as they Mm -hmm. live their life, and they don't really have a home, and they're this nomadic type of roamers, and... And
1: all of a sudden we found a golden ticket in house-sitting.
0: Yeah, house-sitting was sweet.
1: And that was like the way to do it.
0: Yeah, if you guys have followed us at all before the podcast or anything, you know that we're big fans of house-sitting. But um, house-sitting is where you basically just go and you you take over somebody else's home and care for their pets and their plants. And And you stay for free. And they go on their vacation and you basically watch their homes and you get to stay at their place for free.
1: It's rad. But it was like... Quite a journey to get, to find that, to get out to Europe. (laughs) it was weird. Like,
0: it was such a weird thing at first. But now we're like...
1: Again, we learned a lot. That's
0: sweet. (laughs) But yeah, that's what allowed us, I mean, we spent, it was 13 weeks in Europe and four weeks in the East Coast, Mm -hmm. five different countries, five different flights in between using frequent flyer miles and budget airlines and stuff like that. And and house sitting, we spent in four months on airlines and, and accommodations, we spent... I always get the numbers mixed up. I know it was under $500. Yeah. I think it was about $410 total. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and we'll go in. That's another episode. But again, this is just kind of like how we kind of came about all this. And yeah. This is turning into just word vomit, but it's totally but fine. But the moral of the
1: story is we've decided that travel is going to be a part of our lives. And we've maneuvered our lives around that and made it possible. Um.
0: So and this is the fun thing about it is since we are not the experts, we know a handful of things because of the experiences that we have had Mm -hmm. Um, doing the nomadic thing and, and testing the vagabond world in the digital nomad world, we've decided that that is not for us, like at least the hundred percent nomadic world. Um, but one thing that we did notice is the skills that you pick up as you're doing this travel while you work and Mm -hmm. digital nomad thing, you pick up skills that basically give you the keys to really cheap travel, no matter what you do, whether it's for three months or whether for, whether it's for one to two weeks, you pick up, all sorts of things. Yeah. I mean, all sorts of things. So
1: exactly. Whether so, that's
0: how to negotiate with Airbnb hosts and get mm-hmm. your price knocked in half, or how to use airline or frequent flyer miles, like all of that stuff, and we'll be covering yeah. many of those things here.
1: But you're right. That is like the beauty of our message. It's like it doesn't. We're not like, like you don't have specific to. Do travel full-time take your family uproot it and go travel the world forever (laughs) it i mean if that's what you want to do fantastic our methods will work for that but also if you have a two-week paid pto with your work and you just want to make that get the most out of your time and your money Mm -hmm. this will work for you too there it's just our message is travel more if that's what you want to do it's possible it's achievable um yeah yeah
0: Trying to think of what else we want to cover in this episode. I'm. I. I Sarah's got I some, some questions <laughs> noted down.
1: Um, I just thought it'd be fun to cover our most asked questions from friends and family and people who know that we've been out traveling. Um, so oh, yeah. What is your favorite place that we've been so far? Oh. <laughs>
0: That's like a really good question. I know. I think my all time favorite is. So. A place I would go back to visit would definitely be Portugal. A place that I'd love to live is London.
1: Okay.
0: Portugal is amazing. Yeah. People are nice. Food's really good. Yeah. Um,
1: architecture is unbelievable. Architecture is just
0: gorgeous to look at. Yeah. London I could totally live at because it's just like this funky version of what my life is in the United States, I feel oh, like. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, London was amazing because it had like the mix of the old-fashioned the culture of yeah. where it came from plus the modern and like everything that in between that all the cultural clashes oh. and foods and everything no my
0: favorite place i've ever been is Kauai. that's like i know i was gonna say I thought, I thought
1: that's what you would say yeah
0: no like that's those are some of my <laughs> favorites but Kauai hawaii is definitely our favorite place on this planet that yeah. is like the garden of eden the <laughs> most beautiful place on this planet the oh man
1: i honestly i think for both of us if we could pick one place to live right now transport us there it's Kauai. Kauai, Hawaii. We love that place so much. Um, we will
0: spend at least... I mean, our plan is to spend a couple of years there. Yeah,
1: mark our words. One day we'll get there. <laughs> um,
0: Coming up on 19 minutes, so we got to wrap this okay, up.
1: Okay, wrap it up. Last question. Best thing you've eaten in our travels?
0: That's too hard.
1: <laughs> no. Actually, for me, it's easy right now because it's so fresh on the mind. These El Pastor tacos from El Fogon in Playa del Carmen. <laughs> Our yeah it was pretty epic heaven um yeah it's okay there was we this really
0: crazy delicious bowl of pho
1: oh in london
0: in london in the west westfield mall yeah. it's like not even like a hole in the wall or an original london place it's just it's this in the mall. i don't even remember what it was called i
1: know we should have we should have noted that but that was a really good bowl of pho you went back what three times yeah i was pregnant and three times so yeah
0: sarah was problem. done with it um yeah, yeah that's right. a wrap
1: let's wrap it up like Basically, i said
0: there's usually some normal cool outro music that would happen now but it's not <laughs> gonna happen at least for another couple episodes
1: let me plug this in here real quick we are open books so we would love to get feedback comments podcast topic suggestions travel related or not what do you guys want to hear from us um let us know
0: traveling with kids or and kid
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's all we know as an infant um, currently but yeah yeah
0: yeah just let us know we're open books and we'll totally like talk about what i know we want to do we're gonna do like some things that we have in the works right now is basically getting kids passports and the whole passport process um
1: europe
0: europe uh house sitting is one that we're gonna go through how to get started with frequent flyer miles is another one that we're gonna get started the difference between like paid flights and using points for flights uh mitch
1: is such a guru on that Guys will be so blessed. To hear that guru kind of stuff. versus
0: nerd. I'd say more of a nerd uh, than guru at this point, but it's all good. Um we've got a lot of fun things in the works for you guys and we will be we will be posting how often are we do we decide how frequently we're gonna be doing this? No. I think we're doing it like twice a week is what I have written down. So cool. Two episodes a sweet. week. Stick with us, hang in with us. Um if this episode just absolutely puts you to sleep, <laughs> check back know. in a couple weeks. We're probably gonna be a lot better at this. So uh yeah, thanks for joining us. Right. We're excited to have you listening to us and uh peace and blessings.
1: Thanks so